episode of the help on the way podcast we are featuring october 20th 1988 from the summit in houston texas i am your co-host the game here with my fellow co-host fig let's give them a novelist hello fig this would be when nob and i say the same thing but not in unison and it's very obnoxious so i'll just say noblis hello to everybody out there that's and yes, what i was looking for yep i am back from dysentery uh dysentery happened and um <laughs> did you fix your wagon wheel <laughs> i did uh, a bunch of ac- a bunch of oxen died for fording the river um but the hunt was successful but i could only bring back about 100 pounds of meat Look is there the another Oregon the rest trail just disease. rotted in the field. I Is there guess. another Oregon Trail disease we can give Knob? Uh, snake bite? Is that one? I forget. Yeah. This yeah. terror is a popular one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So Knob is currently out with a snake bite. And uh, we better, uh, hope that Knob can return with us next week. But Knob uh, is like, he's in one of those like um, evangelical Christian groups that like. They handle snakes, yes. and so so Nob, Nob has a, attained some sort of nirvana. Um, so I wish him the best. Lots of lots of auras and chakras are happening around <laughs> these snakes at the moment. So a lot of chakras. Um, before we head to our main event of the evening, which was once again October twentieth, nineteen eighty-eight, from the summit. Houston, Texas. Uh, before that, we're going to kick off with our Channel 6 news segment, which, of course, is hot and heavy this week, meaning there's not much. Not much. <laughs> there's not much. Um, now, I did reach out to Nob because Nob has um, her finger on the pulse of the jam band scene much more than yes. I do. And what Nob said was, um, and I, 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 I wish uh, Nob were here to talk about this a little bit more, but I guess the one thing we should talk about, or at least mention, is that Bob Weir and the Wolf Bros played with Sturgill Stimson so um, at Farm Aid. So that happened. I don't know if Nob actually um, saw that, but it, it was on YouTube I saw. Oh, was it? So it was, I yeah. Realize, so I didn't realize I, yeah, it was on YouTube. It was on the subreddit. Someone was like, hey, this is happening right now. Uh, I didn't go back to see if it was like captured on YouTube and saved on YouTube, but I imagine you could go see it. And that sounds pretty cool. And, and I looked at the comments and people were, um, you know, were singing its praises. And there's a lot of Sturgill Simpson love out there. And Sturgill is going to be playing, well, it's not, it was a dead ahead down in Mexico. Yes. So um, they'll be there and playing, you know, so this is Sturgill Simpson's moment. I know nothing about Sturgill Simpson. I wish Knob were here. <laughs> I am. Um, I didn't realize that it was on YouTube. Um, I want to go back and watch that. Yeah, that could be really cool, actually. I know nothing of said Sturgill. Uh, and I'm nothing. very secretly happy that you said his name first. Because when I went back <laughs> and I looked at what Knob sent, I was like, oh, shit. 
I'm like, I'm going to have to go watch pronounce the video that. quick just so I can get a quick pronunciation of Sturgill. I'm guessing. Um, I mean. No, that's what I. Well, I mean. That sounds right to me. It, that's what I was going to go with. So. Yeah. I'm guessing that's correct. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, speaking of that farm aid gig, I saw some pictures floating around of Jay Lane. Uh, yeah. post post farm aid, just like wandering around, <laughs> like, like someone caught him in a funny moment with one of the, like the like security guards. Um, nice, just doing Jay Lane things. Yeah, it definitely didn't seem like the security guard was like you know a a farm aid type of patron. Um, and then there was another um picture of him just like a with like a bunch of fans hanging nice. out. It's like, like yeah. Like yeah, no, yeah, he um, he was definitely one of the highlights of Last Dead and Company tour. Yes, and every time I, I just, see him now, it's like he's still doing cool shit. So, yeah, just like effortlessly, yeah, cool and effortlessly a great drummer. Um, really brought a lot to Dead and Company. Effortlessly, I'm gonna yeah. keep saying that word. That's the word of the um, night. You know, actually, speaking of uh, Dead and Company. Uh, this was not on the show sheet, uh, but from the last time we had a podcast, uh, the John Mayer Trio. Oh, I heard about this. It's out doing its thing, uh, and I don't know how much things they're doing. I don't know if it's like a tour tour, if it's just a couple of dates. I have no idea. No. Um, but they performed a version of They Love Each Other. Yeah. Um, and I did hear some of that. Um. It was good. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It, it's a good one for for him to make his own. Uh, yeah, bring into his catalog. Yeah, yeah. It's de- it definitely sounded a little bit of a different arrangement of okay. the of yeah, the. Check that out. Uh, I mean, maybe not terribly much, and it could be just. This is where you know when when you and Nob have the uh, musician speak, it always like kind of loses oh please, <laughs> but it, it it could be just the same thing, but just people are playing it with different instruments and it sounds different uh i have no idea uh but it sounded good vocals were good um the music was good um cool yeah so i don't know i have to assume he will keep yeah. dropping how could you not like if you have access to that entire catalog yeah and, and no one could shit on him for doing it because he did it no. for how many years you know yeah. so I'll, i will say to john mayer's credit i did not expect that bus to be driven for eight years. I mean, I know COVID right. was a thing, but I thought it was like, I, I honestly thought when Dead and Company came around, it, they were going to cycle out the Jerry spot. Like it, it was going to be the Grateful Dead, the surviving members, I guess, minus Phil, or maybe, maybe he would join later. But I honestly thought that that Jerry spot, the uh, really the John Mayer spot was going to be cycled in and out. I did not expect him to be a member of that band for almost a decade. Like that is astounding. And uh, music history, really. Yeah. Um, we will see what lies ahead for both Dead and Company and yeah. Dead Dead Ahead. But now let's um, go back to the past. Yes, let's uh, let's fire up the old rewind machine. Uh, if you have one of those uh, VCR cassette. A little red Corvette uh, rewinders. Nice. Go ahead and fire that up. Put your tape in there, and we're going to go back to October twentieth, nineteen eighty-eight, from the summit 
in Houston, Texas. Uh, I do believe at that time uh, the summit was still roughly a new arena in the Houston, Texas area. Now, do you uh, know about the summit from your wrestling? Uh, yes, interest? yes, huh. I do. The summit. Um, Did you know but, it's a church now? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. It's a mega yeah. church. Mate, it is a. It is a mega. It, 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 is is it Paul? What's his name? Um, Paul. Um, no, Joel. Paul, Paul Bearer. I wish it was Paul from, Bearer's church. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Um, from Undertaker's fame. Paul Ordnoff. Ordnorf. Is it? Ordnorf. Um, it's not one of Joel Olstein's churches, is it? Oh, that's, that's interesting. So WWF aired the first TV card from the venue on October nineteenth, nineteen eighty six, featuring Hulk Hogan defending his title against Paul Ordnorf. Yeah, Mister Wonderful. Yes. So, so that, that I just. Was... I looked it up was, Paul on the it, wiki page, and that's why it caught me. It was a relatively new building, um, and they used to have uh, local wrestling in Houston, Texas. And then this was like the big new like basketball arena that was built. Right. And then they had a few big shows, and WWF came in, and then whatever, and then everything's just nonsense. But yes, so... This is a quite the famous building in Houston, oh, Texas, which is now a mega church. Um, and before oh, I was for a while, yes. Huh. Um, and before I go into the set here, um, it was a pretty good show. Yeah, I um, I now, enjoyed it. Did you like? I mean, maybe this is for later. But the interesting thing about the juxtaposition between the last show, which I was not featured on because I had dysentery. And the current yes. show was that it was, uh, they were both 1988 shows. Yes. So the, um, both, you know, fall winter shows. Uh, so last show was October, sorry, last show was uh, December uh, 1988. This was October 1988. So, you know, just as luck would have it, everything is random on this show. And the spreadsheet that I randomized spit out these two shows back to back. So that was kind of an interesting uh, take to see how the band was feeling in October versus uh, December, I thought. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Um, to me, they sounded fairly the same. Huh. Um, I do have one I prefer more than the other, though, and we will share okay. that awesome. at the end. Uh, set one of our October 20th, 1988 show from the summit in Houston, Texas, consisted of Cold Rain and Snow, New Minglewood Blues, A Candyman, Me and My Uncle, Mexicala Blues, West L.A. Fadeaway, Queen Jane Approximately, uh, Staggerly, and The Music Never Stopped. Uh, hey, Fig, what were your you, thoughts on set one? You got it. Thanks for calling on me and not Knob. <laughs> okay, um, so Cold Rain and Snow... Um, okay, so there is, I should say... Uh, let me start with this. There is an Ultra Matrix uh, that uh, Friend of the Pod, Charlie Miller put onto the archive, which I fully recommend because when this show was not great, it was great for the crowd noise. And so Cold Rain and Snow was like a, it was not a bad version. It really wasn't, but it was good for the crowd noise. Like I, I don't know what was happening, but throughout at random times, almost the uh, crowd would, would react. And that was kind of cool to hear. We get into new Minglewood blues. There's a good pounding pulse on this one. Um, if you get a chance, listen to what Phil is doing, uh, just to move the bop along. Uh, pretty cool. And, and Jerry gives us a, a pretty ripping solo in New Minglewood, too. We get to Candyman, which is Jerry's first showcase of the night. 
and he actually comes out um, with a kind of a weak voice. He had a decent solo, but he had this very weird chorus effect on his guitar that doesn't really accentuate anything, and it was really kind of distracting from the playing. So we go into the cowboy songs. We go to Me and My Uncle, into Mexicali. I wrote that these are also rans. Does that make any sense to you about what an also ran is, uh, dear game? Um, that, that's what comes to my mind sometimes when I'm reviewing Grateful Dead shows, like also ran. I don't think so. Okay, so um, growing up, uh, my family, we used to go to the Penn National Racecourse from time to time. Okay. Uh, in Granville, Pennsylvania. Yes. And also ran was something, I think in horse racing, it essentially just means, you know, like when you're looking at the horse's history, you know, to be like, oh yeah, like oh, six months ago, they I ran, you know, six months ago, there was a race, same distance. And they also ran, which was like, okay, they got through the race. But there's really nothing to talk about. So when I'm listening to these uh, Grateful Dead songs sometimes, you know, and, and especially with this group of cowboy songs here with um, me and my uncle in New Mexicali, they were also rans. They, they happened. They were decent. It, it got us through the cowboy song section. <laughs> we get into West LA Fadeaway and then Queen Jane and Stagger Lee. And man, those are not my favorite songs. But... These were decent versions. I liked West LA Fadeaway. Uh, really sick uh, Jerry solo. Definitely want to check out. Um, Queen Jane approximately. Usually this one just kind of continues. And at some point the band just decided to put the kibosh on it. And they just ended it. Um, which was kind of interesting. Stagger Lee. It was disjointed. But in a fun way. That kind of fit the bill of the song. Because it's just kind of like a silly song I find. And yeah, a lot of these songs were just kind of hanging on, like just hanging on by a thread. And, and they never fell apart completely, but this one was disjointed in, in a way. Um, we get into Music Never, never Stop to end set one. I was really digging Brent's synth sounds. Uh, Brent was really all over the place with the synthesizer tonight. And I just love what Brent does on the synth. Every time that he's playing around with sounds, they're just so interesting to me. It's like ear candy. So I liked what he was doing, and again, this one was a little little herky-jerky, and it just barely got over the finish line. So set one was, um, it wasn't bad, it just wasn't, like, awesome, and it was tentative, and that's how I feel about set one. What are your thoughts? Um, I think that's a good way to maybe describe this whole show. Um, mm. I enjoyed Cold Rain and Snow, but yeah. that was really good, um. Really enjoyed New Mango Wood. Uh, excuse me. Um, and Candyman was good as well. Uh, me and my uncle, no issues. Uh, Mexicali Blues was kind of just there for me. West LA Fadeaway was good. Uh, Queen Jane and Stagger Lee, eh. <laughs> um, music Never Stopped was, was Couldn't okay. have said it better. Yeah, and then Music Never Stopped was, was okay. Um, I will say that I, I reached out on a little chit-chat channel and I said... If I was at a Grateful Dead concert and they played West LA Fadeaway, Queen Jane to Stagger Lee, I would have taken that opportunity to go to the restroom. And Nob said that he that that she completely disagreed with me. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Well, and I do normally like those songs. Really? Um, yeah, these are ones uh, I just I, never could get into. And 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 I don't know. It was just something with. With these versions, not that I thought yeah. they were particularly bad, 
Not that I thought like Jerry was like not sounding strong or anything like that. It's just meh. They 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 just kind of you know, and they ran. <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they yeah. were just were, were, were there for me. They can run. They can hide. Um, but they could not escape my love. Um, I was trying to do. We can run. <laughs> but I kind of forgot the lyrics. We can run from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you uh, go. That, possible world. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So good and so bad. Yep. Um. Set two opened up with China Cat Sunflower into I Know You Writer. Then we got it playing in the band. Uh, Built to Last, uh, Drums in Space, I Need a Miracle, um, Dear Mr. Fantasy into Hey Jude, uh, into Turn Out Your Love Light with a Black Muddy River Encore. Yeah. Um, since Fig opened up set one, I will go ahead and open up set two. Um, China Writer was good. Um, I don't want to say it was the highlight of set two, but it was definitely up there. I did like the China Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing in the band was okay. Um, I was really looking forward to Built to Last. Yeah, uh, the first one. Yeah, and boy, yeah. you can tell. Ah. Um, it's not even. I think that's fair to say. Yes. It, it... very rough. Mm-hmm. Very, very just rough around the edges. Um, it almost sounded like everybody wasn't like playing their instruments. Like it just felt like it was missing mm-hmm. something. I don't like know. it was like karaoke or something. Yeah, no, nah, it, it wasn't good. And I love that song, and it wasn't good. That kind of bummed me out. Um, Jumps in space, I skipped. Uh, <laughs> I, need, I need, I need a miracle was good. Uh, the highlight of the show for me uh, was the Dear Mr. Fantasy and Yo. Hey Jew. Uh, I thought that was excellent. That um, it was just as powerful and strong as any '89 Fantasy, '90 Fantasy it was great. Mm. Um, Love Light was good. I didn't mind this Love Light. Mm-hmm. Um, and Black Muddy River was was good. Um, so yeah, overall, I thought it was a good show. Um, Set two better than set one. Spoiler alert! But uh, built to last was was rough. Um, your thoughts on set two? Uh, I generally agree. Um, so China Rider, I didn't have the most amazing things to say about China Rider. But before we were talking, I decided to put it on with headphones. It actually sounded really good with headphones. Um, just like a just the instrumentation, like made sense listening through cans rather than just through speakers. So for China, I have that there's a nice pulse and rhythm, but still confused and not deliberately played. The jam was good. Brent sounded like three different people and is very much in front of the mix. Um, again, just, I love Brent's synth work. Just just gorgeous. And tonight he was all over the place with that. And then Ryder was good as well. Uh, we get into playing. This one was pretty jazzy, but kind of just like a wallpaper version of playing in the band and we get into a very quick um you know ripcord pull the parachute uh transition into built to last which is the first ever version of this song and it was rough but awesome like it's a fantastic song and you know the the tentativeness of their playing or 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 the awesomeness of the song overshadowed the tennis of their playing and i can only imagine what it would feel like to be in the in Houston, Texas, and all of a sudden they're debuting like an you know yeah. another Grateful Dead anthem. Like that that is the coolest thing that I could possibly imagine. That being said, um 
Jerry saying it very flat. Maybe he just didn't really know, you know, what to do with his voice at that point. But this was, you know, this was that kind of lazy Jerry voice that you hear from time to time, especially in the 80s um, coming through. And he did it a couple times this show. So we get into Jumps in Space. I actually did listen to it this time. I like what the synths were doing in, in space. I think that was Brent. So I think you can know who my MVP is. We get into Miracle, um, which I liked. I, I mean, I liked what they were doing in this last half of the second set. Um, Miracle sounded really cool, and there's kind of a rough transition, however, into Dear Mr. Fantasy. But once it starts, and once Brent starts singing, the deliver delivery and his rasp is just incredible. I wrote this fucking rocks. At one point, he... Um, oh, during hey, the Hey Jude portion, he actually starts rapping, Don't Let Me Down, Don't Let Me Down, Don't Let Me Down, which is so cool to hear, because now we got like a confluence of like two late-stage Beatles songs in a Grateful Dead show. It's just so cool. You can't beat that. Um, and there was some really great screaming at the end. I think Bobby was getting into it with, uh, with Brent. But, I mean, Brent's voice, if you listen to 10 seconds of this entire show... It's going to be Brent's start to Dear Mr. Fantasy. I just cannot explain how awesome he sounded um, when he when he first started. And they keep rocking with Love Light. I really like this version of Love Light. It was, it was a perfect uh, segue after um, Hey Jude. And the encore of Black Mighty River was really sweet and really perfect. And I really liked uh, that. So um, really, I can only say great things about set two, especially the end of set two. Um, and that's all I have to say. Do you want to rate the uh, China Rider since we don't have a Scarlet Fire? Sure. Okay. Um, I feel like it's been so long since we've did a rating. It's, it's been, been literally months. This is out of ten, right, or out of five? Uh, let's do ten. All I right. don't want to have to. We don't need to reduce our fractions here. Um, six. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm feeling that. Um. Um. I'm. Uh. I'll go with six. Yeah. I think I probably would have done a five before listening to it on headphones. Um. It. It wasn't an amazing China Rider, and it wasn't long by any stretch of the imagination. The jam was probably like three minutes long. But I love the synth, and and just Prent was just accentuating and just 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 doing beautiful stuff tonight. So I loved it. Last week, I, I rated that an 8. So You rated what uh, an 8? Well, I, I, rated, I, I rated the I Wish I Was a Headlight portion. Mm. I gave it 8 headlights. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of headlights. Uh, it is a lot of headlights. Um, and yeah, this is a 6 headlight version. Yeah, 6 headlights. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I agree. All right. Uh, Book of the Dead. Does this show make your book of the dead? It does not. Yeah, same for me. It was good. Perfectly fine. 88 show, my Wait, opinion. Can I, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. Did the last 88 show make your guys' book of the dead? Yes. Oh, it did? Okay. Interesting. Because yes. I saw that the podcast was very long. It's always a, it's always a tell. <laughs> yeah, it's always a tell. I was like, I was like, did did this make their book of the dead? But that's amazing. Yeah. We, we've had a yeah. lot of book of the deads lately. Yeah. La- last week's show was really good. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Really good. And um, I would have I would have totally joined you all, but I had dysentery. 
Yeah, dysentery yeah. wins every once in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, you get dysentery, you ain't doing nothing. <laughs> uh, do you have a set that you prefer, set one or set two? Do you want to guess for me? Uh, I'm going to say two. That's two. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. <laughs> Fantasy Jude was, was, was enough for me. Love Light, good. Absolutely. Money Over, good. Uh, even though Built to Last is rough, it's still the first one. So, um, yeah. I liked it. Um, set two will be coming up once we wrap up. Um, show MVP, yeah. Uh, you've, you've already took mine. Uh, it's King Brent. Um, King Brent! Killed it tonight. Um, as always. So, yes. Uh, Reddit comments. We had one Reddit comment. Uh, and uh, it looks like Docman agrees with me. Uh, Docman427 stated, pretty good show. According to the show notes, this was the first time Built to Last was mm. played live. Admittedly, it's a little rough around the edges, but it's cool to see those songs develop as they are played more. Like within, like with the In the Dark material in the early 80s. Yeah. I, and, I, and I agree with you, Fig. I couldn't imagine being like at a yeah. show like mid- whatever and having them like debut a song well you know what i would lore and etc etc yeah i don't think you would know with the grateful dead because they play so many traditional songs and so many covers i don't think you would know the um significance of hearing built to last for the first time until many many years later um nob would know exactly i'm blanking on the album that built to <laughs> wait built to last was an album right Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know when it came out, but you know, you wouldn't realize that you were hearing the first song, or the the, the titular track of the you know new album, um, or or just how much how many other times the Dead would play that song or how anthemic that song would become. So, you know, it's a song that would grow with you. It's a, it's a very cool thing. All right. Let's see yeah. here. Next week. Got a special one for y'all. Yes. Next week we are featuring September 27th, 1980 from the Warfield in San Francisco, California. This is yeah. the, um, I believe I've listened to this show many times before. Uh, this is a three set show with the first set being an all acoustic show. Um, and set one, set two being electric. And this was the Reckoning recording, correct? Well, I mean, I don't know if these versions... This is the Reckoning run. Um, I don't know if these are the versions that got onto Reckoning um, and uh, Dead Set. I don't know. Yes. Because I feel like they did like a, a few of these kind of shows in the eighties. They did, yeah, they did like. I mean, they, so they did like a a long run at the Warfield, and then they went to New York and they played. I'm probably thinking of the New York shows that I've I've listened to. I'm yeah, sure I've listened to these because the well, but, but but the set list or or the set list are pretty much the same because they just yeah. found the best versions and then truthfully, I think they actually did a lot of overdubbing. If you listen, I mean, reckoning. I'm not talking. I'm I'm not talking ill of reckoning, but. If you listen to Reckoning, it's so perfect. And the same thing with Dead Set. It's just perfect music. Um, I think in, partially because they're excellent musicians, but partially I think they actually went and did some studio stuff afterwards. So um, this is not Reckoning, uh, but it's the stuff that would become Reckoning. Yes. So that is coming up next week. Uh, really looking forward to that. This is um, 
Yeah. yeah, three sets, acoustic. Yeah. Oh, and this is the last race is on? Oh, man. Um, yeah. Interesting. 9.27.80 coming up next week. Uh, let's go ahead and do our bookkeeping here for the evening. As always, please go ahead and smash that subscribe button and like and share with any and all of your Grateful Dead loving friends and family. Uh, you may find us at wherever podcasts are downloaded. However, if you do happen to use a service that loosely rhymes with chicken pot pieify, <laughs> you won't find us on there. However, you will find us on any other major podcast platform. Uh, if you do like to get your podcast the old-fashioned way, you may get it directly on the web at helponthewaypod.podbean.com. If you would like to communicate with us via electronic mail, you may do that via helponthewaypod at gmail.com. You may also communicate with us via Reddit at reddit.com slash r slash Grateful Dead. Uh, we are also now on YouTube. Um, you may find us on YouTube um, by just searching Help on the Way Pod, yep. I believe. Um, and you will find uh, full episodes starting with episode, I believe, 84. Four, uh, back episode. Eighty-three. Is it was it eighty-three? Um, eighty. Uh, back episodes will be coming eventually. Uh, but for now, all current and new podcasts uh, will be up on YouTube as well. And one final plug for uh the Kick Channel. Uh, final plug or initial plug? Uh, initial plug for the Kick Channel. Um, if you are interested in listening to Grateful Dead Radio, please check me out at kick.com slash the gd channel hell yeah any uh parting words for you good sir no i've never heard of kick.com i can't believe there hasn't been already a kick.com <laughs> right? usually these websites are like you know some gobbledygook <laughs> dot you know lfp or something but kick.com rock and roll Let's and, do they, it. and they have a whole music station section so okay. Even so if they, you don't want to listen to the Grateful Dead channel, I'm not sure why you wouldn't. Uh, they have some it. other stations for you to listen to. So yeah, come check us out over at Kick. Awesome. All right. Well, uh, any did I ask you for any parting words already, Fig? I forget. No, and, and honestly, I don't know the uh, show title. I can't recall anything that we said uh, while, po- while podcasting this. <laughs> so I got another. Uh, Enjoy the show. It, it was good. Set two was great. Um, You'll love the uh, it, Dear Mr. Fantasy, Hey Jude. I mean, it is just a phenomenal, phenomenal thing. Yes. Um, so please make sure to stick around for set two of October 20th, 1988 from the summit at Houston, Texas. And thank you once again for listening to The Help, the Help on, on the Way, Way Podcast. Podcast.
Your baby from rolling in 
trust reason Well, let's trust your mind I don't trust nothing But I know it come out right Say it once again But I hope you understand When it's done enough
Shine. 